You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. I got to watch golf. You darn right we did. That was oh. fantastic. It was really nice. It, I mean, not, it wasn't the outcome I expected, especially with the way that Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf just but you know what? We'll get into that later. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the the, the outcome. Outcome. Mm-mm. I need more golf. Yeah, golf is so good. That was Sunday night golf. Like that's how it should be. But there wasn't any Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I don't know if I could do this anymore. This is ridiculous. I need more but golf. The, but there's not life. more golf. I'm like my eyeballs are sweating. Can we just have more golf? Mm-hmm. I mean, please. You have fun watching that? Oh, I had so much fun watching real golf. Plus, there were a bunch of good players. I was just so excited. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool to have like some interaction as well. I know we did everything on Hot Mic. So go check out Hot Mic, download the app, invite code golf, G O L F, golf, the thing you're watching, the thing you're listening to us talk about golf and then look for the swing dumb and right. find out what we're what yeah. we're uh commenting on it's really all right good. we've got to do an actual podcast now so oh okay. ready sorry. yeah sorry you're listening to the swing dumb, the champion podcast of the year two guys 28 clubs zero putts given with your hosts ben ridner and gunner kane Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Swingdom. I'm Ben Ridner. I am a 10.4 handicap still. That'll probably change on Tuesday. I play Cobra Clubs with a bit of Cleveland's just for fun. I'm here with Gunnar Kane, eight handicap titleist with some Cobras in the bag. Uh, we just finished watching golf for the first time in two and a half months. I know that. I don't. I'm speechless. We're, yeah, I mean, I it wasn't it wasn't as much of a release as like watching a full tournament and be able to like fall asleep in a chair and wake up when it matters, right? But it was it was cool because I think I think we just saw I think we just witnessed the future of golf. Look, Matthew Wolf stepped his game up today. Yeah, he did. And 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 you know what I'm I know we're going to talk about this in depth in a little bit. Yeah, but. Holy smokes. I mean, that really went into it went into extra holes mm-hmm. and it was one, but I mean, that was like it ended up you were on the edge of your seat for this whole thing and it was fantastic to watch. Man, I'm just so excited that golf's back. Yeah. We oh, golf goodness. next weekend. It's not yep. full tournament status, but we've got more golf to watch next weekend, which is super exciting. That's the one I'm really excited about. Yeah, so we should probably preface this with saying we've just come off of broadcasting on Hot Mic, which is an app you can get on your phone Mm -hmm. where you can listen to us as commentators while you watch golf on your own television. Right. So you can turn down Mike Tirico, you can turn down Jim Nance, you can turn down Sanzi. You can can turn down Donald Trump. We'll get to that later. And not even in a like not even in a political way. It's just like it's not what it was about. You can turn down you can turn down uh Yeah, uh, we'll get it into we'll get into everybody. it later. Because I like I don't want to be political about it. I right. don't at all. Right, 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 um right. next week we've got the match. So we've got Tom Brady, the other Manning brother, mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. That would be and, Peyton Manning, by the and, way, and for Phil- all you. For all you sports fans out there, and Phil Mickelson, that's right. Uh, they're going to be playing. Throw. Yeah, they're going to be playing. Are they playing four? They're playing like in a modified four-ball alternate shot, and they're playing just up the road from Seminole. Medalist. They're playing at Medalist. Yes, Medalist. Yeah, sorry, I almost said Medina, and I was like, that's way wrong. No, they did not play at Medina. What happened in golf this week that we need to talk about? Let me tell you. So I think um, I, so. There's two things that have happened since we last recorded, and 
Um, so do you want to go with the most interesting or the most, um, uh, yeah, let's go with the most interesting. Yeah. Let's go with the most interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but so the most interesting thing is that, um, Brooks Kepka back in the news, who would have thought he go away? Well, I'll tell you why he won't go away. Just show up at the majors, beat Uh the last 20 guys, go home, go away. Well, he can't go away because Brooke Kepka is too busy throwing darts at a dartboard with Brandel Chambly's face on it. So what do you think about that, Ben? First, I want to say my hands are covering my face. Oh, my gosh. I know. Hands to the face. You know what? I This is going to sound a bit dramatic. This is going to sound, and I don't want this to sound inappropriate. I can't wait. <sighs> But I just think Jenna's got a hold of his Instagram, and I, and I think and I think Jenna's got this idea in her head, which is like, if he's not out there making money on tour, mm-hmm. like we can make we can make some serious money on Instagram. Like let's start let's start being a bit more vocal than we need to be. And yes, he's got four more majors as. Brandel Shambly, but I'm pretty sure they have the same amount of PG wins. <laughs> I think they each have one. Right. Like, no. Brooks has two. One. He's two, got a W. He's one. got one win. He's got a WGC. So we'll give him two. Oh, that's two. right. So we'll give him two. And I'm not trying to like, but I just if you've got this much free time, go work at a food bank. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't print out a picture of Brandel Shambling and waste perfectly good colored ink on a picture of that guy. Right. Like just go do something productive. Like go like, this is going to sound crazy. Cause I'm, I'm never his biggest fan, but like Bryson DeChambeau is like giving away signed shoes to people on the front lines of this pandemic. And as a gesture, mm-hmm. even if those people don't keep those shoes, if they sell signed Bryson shoes, mm-hmm. Like he's helping, right? He's helping people in the worst situation they're probably going to be in their lifetimes. Absolutely. I think that Brooks at his house in Florida, getting his Jones out by being vindictive towards analysts. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's funny, but it's mostly just a giant waste of time and energy. It's such a waste of time. Can I get real close to the mic on this one? You've won four major. <laughs> like he's you know in, what I mean? He must, he must be in like the top 20 of most majors won. I mean, stop it. Just stop. That what a brand look, Brandel Chambly has an opinion. That's his job. That's our yeah. job too. Yeah. Now will will I say that I'd be super thrilled to see Brooks Kepka throwing darts at my face? Yep. Yeah, we we get a ton of we get a ton more followers. (laughs) Absolutely, would that solidify us doing a podcast for the next fifteen years? Yep. But Brandel Chambly, okay, is obviously he's he's angry at everybody. He's angry at everybody. Leave him alone! Oh my goodness, get over get over it. I mean, we just. What are you? You're gonna throw darts at my face because I told you you, because I told you your your fake Michelob Ultra ad on on that radio show was ridiculous. Go ahead. Hope so. Fine. Throw darts at my face. Solidify my career in in golf commentating, and Ben and I will ride off into the sunset. Super. That's rich. all we need. We just need one. We just need you. We need one pro golfer to mention us by name. Brooks, can you just <laughs> throw darts at our face? Please. I'll We're smile real big it. for that picture. I'll that do whatever you want me to do. It didn't do anything for you, Brooks Kepka. Go out and practice golf. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just got upset. I got actually mad. I'm I, not mad, but you're right. Like excuse me while I he's, erase this he's off one, my big board. He's won four majors, which is unbelievable absolutely unbelievable but he is now getting more popular as a socialite 
than as a golfer because to be perfectly honest mm -hmm. we don't know what he can do after this knee surgery we're all waiting to see what he's going to do after this knee surgery and what he's shown us on the course so far has been ugly well he can't win on the regular season he only steps it up for majors is that what he's going to do he said you know i just play my best golf in the majors What's, what's he going to do? He's going to play the same amount. Of, he's going to play the same level of golf during the majors as he does during the regular season. And then no, he always get, steps it up. He always steps it up. And I, I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but this is the conversation. Every single person has every single person that I know who likes golf, even in the most minimalist sort of way. And I apologize for cutting you off. Gunner. I really am. No, you're fine. Um, is would you rather be Dustin Johnson or would you rather be Brooks Kepka? I'd rather be Dustin Johnson. And before so we continue, much, yeah. I'm getting real close to the mic for this one. Okay. If your name, if your name is Brooks it Sounds Kepka. like you're doing the light at night. Like, hello, Brooks. Jenna's yeah, sending you no. out a message. It's no, 100%. A <laughs> 100%. This is important. Dear Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Stop talking. Go play golf. Yeah. I can't stand it. I can't stand. You know no, what? No, no. But I feel like I feel like I made this Ridiculous. point. I feel like we've had too much coffee. Uh, too much like, coffee. And like, Brooks Kepka won't stay out of the news. I feel, yeah, that's true, and I get that. My we've and I just I just brought this up, but every single person I talk to who says anything about golf mm -hmm. would have rather have been on tour for twelve years and won once a year, and to have been on tour for four years and won four majors. Yeah, because and Kepka's gonna go down in history as like, you know, I sort of feel like he's gonna be where Jordan Spieth is two or three years from now, which is something's gonna happen. Yep, the perfect alignment of stars isn't gonna go his way, and he's not gonna know how to work his way out of it. Man, he had it all put together, and then yeah. what happened? He's got knee, he had knee surgery this year. We still haven't put it together for Jordan Spieth, so you know who's to say we're gonna put it together for Brooks Kepka? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm, 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 I am as as big of a fan of golf in general as I am. I'm, yeah. I'm almost to the point with Brooks Kepka as I am with um, Patrick Reed, where I'm yeah. just tired of hearing about it. Just either, either switch your tone up or stop. Well, the thing is, is like Patrick Reed has been out of the news since the last tournament. Right, and who took over? Brooks. Right, exactly. So, Ugh. what are they going to flip flop back and forth? I mean, before Patrick Reed, all we had was all we had was uh, the thing is, right? Is Bubba Patrick Watson getting yeah. upset over yeah. everything? And that was and that's fine. no, you're right. Like two years ago, it was like Bubba Watson is the most hated player by other PGA, PGA Tour players. And, and why was that? Because like, he was emotional. Who cares? Was, yeah, because he was emotional. Because he aimed at the crowds and then hit a ridiculous ridiculous slice back at the fairway with his pink driver which i still want right and you know what that was fine in hindsight who cares yeah he's a great player he he wins when it counts he's right. still on tour he's been on tour forever you get paid behind to sit be you get paid to sit behind a desk and don't necessarily have to prove anything on a week in week out basis right no 100 percent. that's like, yeah brandel proves himself by getting ratings and being angry that's right. If, if you want to get more Instagram views than Brandel, that's fine. You've already won more golf tournaments than him, but he has encyclopedic knowledge of the golf game that I can only be jealous of. And then when it comes to things like this, he's going to outlast you because the golf channel is going to pay him to be around longer than you are. If you start missing cuts, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. And as much as we've we've harped on privately about uh, Brandon Chambly, he's he's forgotten more about golf than than Brooks Kepka has learned at this point. Yeah, and I'm not saying that can't flip around. Sure, it can. It, it, you know, at some I don't point, think it somebody, can. <laughs> but I'm saying at some point somebody's forgotten more than Brandon Chambly ever learned at some point in in time. But you know it. Yeah. it you can't come after the guy who knows more than you. Your job as a as a tour player is to go out there and play golf. No. Brandel Sham 
Brandel Chambly's job is to talk about golf. So if you're going to throw darts at his face, you, you better be able to back it up. You better be able to back it up. And right now you're, you're doing that three months into a quarantine and you haven't done anything, but get a haircut and a stupid mustache. I ain't playing with that. That's stupid. (laughs) I'm telling you, I hate the mustache. No, no, I mean like personal. No, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I understand it's a bit personal for you, for you hate, cause you hate the mustache, but what I'm like, and I'm going to leave it at this. This is, this is the end. I will give you your say after this, mm-hmm. but the moment you start talking about the people who talk about golf mm-hmm. means that you've lost your sense of presence in the game itself, because mm-hmm. you should be bubble wrapped from everybody who talks about golf you should only be worried about playing golf, being the best you can be. The moment you start worrying about these people's opinions, ourselves included, Randall Chambly, Golf Channel, ESPN, Scott Van Pelt, whoever you want to say, is the moment you've lost your head on the 18th hole in a major when it matters because you're going to be worried about the the golf central you're going to be worried about the 11 p.m scott van pelt espn sports center you're going to be worried about the monday morning the swingdom i hope so and it's just you know what i mean it's just one of those situations where you're not gonna you've lost your he's lost his focus i think he's worried about his knee and i think he's lost his focus uh, i'll close it out i'll close Thank you. it out for you i'm out of i'm tired i'm out of breath Any more coffee. I know. Well, it's, it's like one o'clock in the morning for you. I understand that. Listen, Brooks Kepka, just be quiet. Look, we're not, we're, we're, and we're not so getting, <laughs> I know. Well, listen, we're not, we're On not a scale paid. Of one to 10. I want your noise to be zero. Listen. It, we're not paid to talk about golf, but we're talking about you saying dumb things. Can I ask that, you one question? Please. I'm here to answer questions. Okay, right now, mm-hmm. if you were in a room mm-hmm. with Brooks Kepka, right, or Patrick Reed, mm-hmm. and you can have your picture taken with one of them in an autograph, mm-hmm. who would it be? Patrick Reed. I was just saying longer than I thought it was. You said Patrick Reed? Yeah, and I'm going to tell you why it's Patrick Reed. Because Patrick Reed has cheated. um, In it, so says the rules of golf. But he's never backed down from the fact that he believes that he's in the right. He plays golf. He plays golf. And And that's what I mean. Like, like, Brooks is coming across as a socialite. Exactly. So you got to cut that out. Right. And so let me let me close this out. So what, what Patrick Reed has done was cheated. And he was cheated. And he cheated. And he cheated. And he was caught on camera. And he was caught by his yeah. fellow players. And he was called out for it. And Patrick Reed, all he said was, I'm playing golf. I'm not some sort of punk. What what Brooks Kepka? No, and it's like, and I'm I'm gonna go back to this, but it's relatable. Like I don't mean to sound like when me and you play for ten dollars, mm-hmm. which you we, never paid up on, by the way. I uh, six fifty. I owe six fifty. I get it. <laughs> um, we like there's a bit of dignity, but it's also not so much money that like we were worried about it. Like we only play golf where we're ha- like these guys play golf. Like Patrick Reed, the difference between second and fourth is six figures. And no, that, could, that could be a stroke. Like if I was telling you, like, look, like you can kick this ball out from behind the tree and you'll make six figures, mm-hmm. you'd think about it. You'd think about it real hard. And people say this all the time. Like it's interesting because golf is, is an independent contractor sport. Mm-hmm. Where these guys are responsible for themselves, their paychecks, their agents, their sponsors, their whatever. Mm-hmm. But you look at the Houston Astros. 
you look at college football, you look at Bill Belichick, the greatest of all time, and they'll right. tell you, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Like, you, you've got to be bending the rules. And so when they say you can test the sand out and he's flattening the sand out behind him, like, that's relatable to us as sports fans mm-hmm. because we can say to ourselves, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, you can also say to yourself, you know, I don't, quote unquote, I don't know the fullest extent of this rule. Yeah. But golf this is also is, all about integrity, so I don't cheat. Well, and it's also, it's all, <laughs> right. But it's also all about. When you're playing with your friends, do you, it doesn't matter. If I was playing with strangers for money, I think I'd cheat a little bit. Well, it's also about how do you interpret the rules, right? Yeah. And that's what, that's what. Patrick Reed does, but when it comes to Brooks Kepka, this is on a social level. This, this isn't, isn't golf. This isn't golf. It's not about. It's not about. It's not about a written law, so yeah. to speak. It's all about social integrity and social um, presence that Brooks Kepka tries to draw this line, and it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I can't even talk about it anymore. I feel like we've, I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like we beat that to death. (laughs) Brooks, stop. All right. Let's move on. Just get, do what, do what Tiger did and just get rid of your Instagram in the playoffs. Yes. Shut everything down. Shut it down. Go play golf and be quiet. Come back and say, I did this or I did that, and that's win, it. Win, if you don't win two more majors this year, everybody's going to be talking about you on Instagram instead of practicing. Exactly. Oh, look, Brooke, I can't talk about it. Stop. All right. You're, you're reeling me in. What's All right. next What's on the next? news? What's next on the news? All right. So we have Rory McIlroy, who – who we just watched in the driving relief. He was just, he was teamed up with Dustin Johnson in driving relief. They won closest to the hole. If you haven't seen it yet, you'll watch it. It was a very underwhelming finish to an incredible 18 holes. Spoiler alert. I sh- we should preface that, but we oh. didn't. Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, because that's our next segment. But <laughs> uh, Roy McElroy. Uh, is in the news recently because he, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but we remember because we're here in the states yeah. that Roy McIlroy not too long ago, before all this coronavirus quarantine, played golf with Donald Trump. Two thousand and seventeen. Okay. It well, was it was in his first year as president. It was in his first year as president, but it, yeah. it kind of made the waves. It did throughout the couple of years. I know Tigers played with him a couple of times. Yeah, sure. And so has a certain Mr. Kornheiser. Um, Rory McIlroy played with Donald Trump not too long ago. Rory McIlroy came out. President Donald Trump of the United States of America came out, and Rory McIlroy said, "Look, I." Uh, you know, he has handled this coronavirus pandemic poorly uh, in the eyes of the public, in the eyes of myself, and I will most likely not be playing with Donald Trump. So, so Roy, uh, ever again. So Roy McIlroy has denounced playing with Donald Trump ever again over his handling of coronavirus efforts here in the United States. How do you feel about yeah. that, Ben? So, like, so getting into the weeds. Yeah, you get into the weeds because I have a very short answer. Okay, <laughs> so getting into the weeds, right? So in 2017, mm-hmm. President Trump becomes president, wastes no time in playing as many rounds of golf as possible. Right. Um, with celebrities, with uh, political endorsers, with PGA pros. Mm-hmm. So he plays golf with them. And at the time, a lot of people tried to politicize his round with President Trump. At which point he said, look, I don't want to get into it. He seems like a nice enough guy. I enjoyed playing a round of golf with him. It was four hours. It was, it was okay. It was golf. Right. We, we played good golf. Good. (laughs) Bigly. You know what I mean? Like he didn't, he didn't say anything bad. He didn't say anything good. He just said it was a round of golf with the president. It was an honor to play with the president. It was the only thing that you could have politicized about it is he very rarely like said Trump. He just made it sound like he played golf with the president, which I'm sure he's played with 
a few presidents. I'm sure he's played with Clinton. I'm sure he's played with Obama. He may have even played I, with W. Bush. You know, Rory McIlroy is only a few months older than I am. Makes me really feel <sighs> younger good. than me by like a year and a half. Makes me really feel good about um, your accomplishments in golf. My yeah, accomplishments. <laughs> no, I feel that way. I think I think all all those guys. I'm like right at that age where I look at people who are playing professional sports because I always sort of looked at college athletes and were like, they look young. Even when I was in high school, I was like, those guys look young. But I always right. thought that professional athletes looked much older than me. And I'm at that age now where it's like, they don't even look like my peers anymore. They just look like kids. And that stings. <laughs> that really stings. Um, so back to Rory. Back to well, Rory, Rory McIlroy. Let me let me sum this up. George Bush was George W. Bush was in office eight years, correct? Yeah, two thousand to two thousand eight. Two thousand and one, he was inaugurated. Well, the election would have been two thousand. Right, right, right. Two thousand yeah, yeah. to two thousand eight. Rory McIlroy's rookie year was um, two thousand and ten. Okay. I still think they would have. I think there would have been some sort of celebrity tournament or some sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah like when they're in Texas together on a Monday playing. Because mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. If 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 ex President W. Bush invites you to play golf at his home course on a Monday, mm -hmm. you're going. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. If, like I, you're getting the presidential president, treatment, president in general. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure they played together. Like I'm sure right, they played right. with Clinton. Who was mm -hmm. ninety-two to two thousand? I'm sure they played together. Would you? Yeah, of course I would. I'd play with oh. any sitting pro. I would play with any world leader, except for maybe three or four of them. I'm not going to get into them right now. <laughs> but to be honest, I'd probably play with Trump. Hundred percent. I can't. Like, I would, I'd have my cell phone out. I'd be looking for him cheating. Would I? Would I pay for anything? No. So I'm going. No. I love golf. Let me. <laughs> I love golf. Yeah. Let me play golf. What if he was like, look, we can play golf, but it's got to be at Schoolhouse 9. Fine. Am I paying for it? Am I paying for it? Uh, no. 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 So what if I'm he was going. like, what if he was like, we're going to RTJ and you're paying for both of us? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> not a chance. If I'm paying, I'm not going. It's ridiculous. I know that about you. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a low blow. I'm not paying. Um, so, yeah, so in the weeds. So 2017, I mean, it's before a lot. of. I mean, this is when everything's in great shape. Things are happening. Everything that President Trump is saying is within his wheelhouse. Yes. And the real weeds of this is, is like, is, is Michael Jordan had this famous line, even Republicans buy sneakers. Mm -hmm. So when you have these mega athletes and these mega sponsorships, they've got to play their political ideas close to the vest because they don't want to be boycotted based on their political ideas. So mm -hmm. I think it's very interesting that Rory feels comfortable enough in his own life, in his own living situation, the amount of money he makes, the sponsorships that he has, and his life on the PGA Tour, that he can actually speak out like this. So that's, I mean, that's the gist of it. Is it's very interesting to see that Rory feels that he, he's got enough clout on the PGA, number one in the world, winning tournaments even when there are no tournaments. He mm -hmm. feels like he can still talk outwardly about this. I don't feel like there are many other PGA players who would feel comfortable taking a stance on the general viewpoint of how any sitting government is handling coronavirus. All right, your short answer. That was my very long answer. Your short answer. My short answer? Mm -hmm. Good riddance. Good, what do you mean good riddance? What does that mean? You know what? Don't play with them. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. I feel you. Look, I live in the United States. Is this another one of these like, hey, if you want to talk about this, get on social media. But like the people who care about golf don't care. Absolutely. Look, yeah. I don't, I don't care about, uh, I, I don't care about your personal feelings towards Donald Trump. If you don't want to play with golf with him, don't play golf with him. Um, but did I get uh, too much in the weeds? No, no, no. You're, you're, I totally respect what you said. 
Okay. I'm not a fan of how all of this is being handled. Um, but I will also say that we live in a country. But I don't think anybody is. Well, I don't know how England works, right? And that's okay. where you live. So yeah. I don't I don't have a basis. Now, if I were Oh no, it's to, going the same way you guys are going. And all of our states um have their own control and they yeah. basically just ask the federal government for help um and whatever do yeah. i like the way it's going in virginia yes i do i personally do do i agree with a hundred percent of the way it's going in virginia and how it's being handled no i'm also not a state or a federal leader so it doesn't really matter but you know rory mcelroy doesn't want to play golf with donald trump fine don't play golf with donald trump do does it really matter to me not a whole lot because no. we didn't see the last time he played golf no, with donald no trump. but like the he's argument isn't like what it. the argument isn't whether or not he's going to play golf with donald trump the argument is like whether or not a professional athlete who doesn't have any experience in the political world should be making a political stance mm-hmm now, as a human being, I think everybody has a foot in the political world because we all have a right to vote and be heard and have our opinions. Mm -hmm. Some opinions are louder than other opinions, like Rory Matt, like he's got the platform to have a louder opinion than me. Right. Um, should we discount that? No. Should he be sharing it? Sharing it? That's up to him. He is going to ruffle some feathers no matter which side of the aisle he's on. Mm -hmm. So I think it's interesting that somebody like Tiger Woods still hasn't made a, like still doesn't have a position. Right. Like your boy Peyton Manning doesn't have a position. Tom mm -hmm. Brady doesn't have, like these people who are in much more secure positions than he is. Not really putting a foot into the political ring. Whereas I think it's interesting that Rory is even though it doesn't, it doesn't mean a whole lot to anybody, whether or not you're in the golf world or not. Right. He's just saying, I mean, if he said, I don't like playing golf with President Trump because I've seen him kick a ball or two and he cheats worse than Patrick Reed, it would be more of a story to people in the golf world and people in, in the world in general than if it was like, yeah, I just, you know what? I don't like the way he's handling things. Right. Like people don't like the way presidents handle things. If they did, then there wouldn't be any opposition and it wouldn't, you know what I mean? It, it would be right. in some sort of other crazy world. Mm -hmm. Well, here's my short answer one more time. I don't care. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll back off my long answer then. Um, we're going to head to a short break. Thank you for listening to us for as long as you have. We apologize for any inconveniences in terms of your political standpoints or your general view on golfers in general. Mm -hmm. um, Generally. Yep. We'll catch up with you guys in a second. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Hey, Ben. Hey, Gunner. How much do you say you value your health on a scale of one to 10, I would one say ten. an eight and a half, an eight and a half. Well, perfect. Cause you're right in the range to go and check out FNXfit.com. Is FNX? Is that, that almost sounds like Phoenix. It is. It, as a matter of fact, it is Phoenix. So if you go to FNX fit Phoenix fitness, FNXfit.com, you can check out a wide variety of protein powders, of energy supplements, of recovery products, bottles to mix all that stuff up in some sweet gear. You yeah. can go there, use promo code GOLF, G-O-L-F. Yep. It's a good I, code. It is, G-O-L-F. If you go to FNXFit.com and use the code GOLF, you get 15% off your entire order and and you, and you help support our podcast but if you order 99 dollars worth of stuff anything stuff, stuff you mean like products products anything if it's on fnxfit.com and you order 99 dollars worth of the stuff that they've got yeah the products free shipping 
whatever yeah. it is. All right. FNXFit.com, promo code GOLF. Go check it out. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. All right. So thank you for listening to our new special where we rant about golfers and things that they do. Now we're on to the actual, we had live golf tonight. My guy, we watched the TaylorMade Driving Relief. Oh, yep. And it was good. That felt so good to say. We watched something and it was live and it was brand new and it was sports. It was full of golf. Not only was it sports, it was full of golf. That's right. It was a golf tournament. Mm-hmm. So we were we were rooting for the same team. Yeah, we had a blast. But we had a difference in opinion on who was actually going to win. And, and I it, was right. You were right. Yeah. But barely. Just, uh, I, I wish I wasn't. I wish they would have, I wish they would have said, screw it. We don't care that we're 22 minutes late. You guys put this out for birdie. So, so we've got Matthew Wolf and Ricky Fowler, both Oklahoma State University alumni, both mm-hmm. PGA Tour winners, definitely coming across as the underdogs against Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson, both current and past uh, OGWR number ones when it comes to golf. I know it's golf world rankings. What does the O stand for? Official. Official. I was like, optimistically? Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you've got – and to be fair, when you look at it we, – and we did the numbers last week. They're playing at Seminole Golf Course in Juneau, Florida. They're on the beach. It's a beautiful golf course. There doesn't seem to be any rough. As long as you don't miss it in the water, as long as you don't miss it on the beach – You've got a fair shot at just about whatever you're hitting it at. Um, Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy take an early lead, and yeah. it seems like Matthew Wolf is a little bit downhearted. There's a little bit of despair, and Ricky says, "Look, this is this is our jam. Let's get back to it." You know, you're right. Well, first, I want to say that this is the first time we've seen Seminole on TV, and yeah. it beautiful it was beautiful you know what it reminded me of what Wale at the sony open you're not lying like it was just it was close cut Mm -hmm. palm trees everywhere like if i can be if i can be honest Mm -hmm. it reminded me if wally and st andrews had a baby had a baby Cause you're on the beach, everything's wide open. It's beautiful. I think everything was Bermuda, so it was just gorgeous. Like Wally, there's not a bad view from anywhere on the course, right? But when it counted, like St. Andrews, if you were in a bunker, the amount of times we saw Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler, Matt Wolf does like trying to see over the lips of these greenside bunkers, it just it reminds me of both of them put together. And I don't mean to sound. Like, I'm exaggerating. It just, to like, the waste areas reminded me of what happens when you're in the gorse. Like, mm-hmm. Matthew Wolf, I think it was six or seven, just couldn't get out of his own way. He's in the waste area, doesn't realize the sand's that soft, and he only puts it ahead of himself 10 yards. And you just can't do that when you're in a competition with world's number one and, and you know, in a top five. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And, and you're also right that that – Dustin Johnson and Roy McElroy came out to a firing lead. Yeah. In that, and that Ricky and Matthew Wolf struggled. It took early. them about five or six holes to find their feet. Luckily, right. the first six holes were worth a lot less than the rest of the holes. Yeah. And it's not even that Ricky Fowler struggled because Ricky Fowler was really obviously the backbone of that team. Yeah. Matthew Wolf. And we talked a lot about this, that Matthew Wolf is really the one who struggled and Ricky Fowler had to carry him for a, a few holes, no, but I mean, which you, was hard to watch. Yeah, but if you look at it this way, right? Like, mm-hmm. like Matthew Wolf, top 20 in driving distance. Like they're, they're bomb and gouge guys. He's got a funny swing, but everybody knows that about him. Right. Ricky Fowler's outside the 150. And he drives a 290, and he's still outside the 150. I mean, from the outside looking in, 
Mm-hmm. Like you knew, yes, you knew Ricky Fowler was going to be the backbone of, of that team. But you also, like, I also wasn't sure from the beginning if he was going to be able to hang with the big boys in terms of driving distance. Right. So, like, Ricky and Matthew Wolf were dis- like, they were disadvantaged from the very, very, very beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it, it didn't really pan out that way, though, did it? Not it, at all. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, here's the world's number one and number two coming to destroy this this rookie and a player who really hasn't and the best player not to win a major right and and the player who hasn't done what he was supposed to do it was it was a battle back and forth and it was an incredible golf tournament between four people and this is exactly what we wanted to see yeah the only thing i really missed and i didn't notice it until later on is that the PGA Tour, they have towers on the greens. Right. So you get, like, super close-ups of putts coming in. Right. And you just didn't get that, because I think it was just guys with tripods trying to run around as much as they could. You know, I think the same thing. And I and it was a little, it was a little different, obviously. Yeah. There wasn't any fans. I mean, they were wearing shorts. There's no caddies. There's no fans. The head of the PGA rules officiating staff. I forget his name. I apologize for that. I mean, he's pulling the pins. If any of the pins need to be pulled, he's officiating the entire thing by himself. Right. This is, I think this is the future of golf. It was awesome. I think it's the future of golf. I think real golf fans want to see the top 10 players in the world hitting every single shot. Like there's only there's a ton of water on Seminole, and DJ was the only person to put in the water. He put in the water on seventeen, on eighteen. Eighteen. And then the only disappointment to me is that they finished it with the closest to the pin. Yeah, and and it was you know like we we kind of hinted to earlier. It was within. I I really want to say it was within a foot. Yeah, I'm with you. And. I'd say six and, inches is too close, but I think it was within a foot. I think if you pace those two out, you sort of had like nine and ten and a half feet, maybe eleven feet. And Rory raises his hands from the tee box like he knows he's closer, but you never know who's closest to the pin until yeah. you're actually on the green. They don't measure it on camera, mm-hmm. and that would have been nice to see. That's yeah. the only real knock I have. Now, what I will say though is going back to going back to Matthew Wolf is that Matthew Wolf really found his own in this tournament. And yeah. even on 16, I mean, just smokes yeah. driver off the tee and Into walks over to bunker. No, 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 no. Farther than that walks over. No, no, he puts it in the greenside bunker. It's like 450 oh, yeah. yards. He puts it's it in huge. the greenside bunker. He's not that long, the but yeah. Crushes it. Crushes it. Yeah. And walks over to Dustin Johnson and just actually flexes at him <laughs> that was brilliant that was pulls that was the move sleeve, of the day pulls up his sleeve and flexes at dustin johnson are those are those my muscles are my muscles that strong uh, are these i'm sorry are you right. the are you the tour's longest driver on average because i just, just drove past you 50 yards did you do a thousand push-ups because i just did a thousand and ten yeah i'm sorry are you getting weak old man yeah oh my god if wolf walked up to and said yo beat that old man i would (laughs) have i would have died i would have died like he's like i'm 33 like i'm 34 like i'm like stop it yeah you're old you're an old man What are you and VJ? Why don't you and VJ single play on the Corn Ferry Tour and leave leave us leave us young kids to it? Champions Tour is calling, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. No, absurd. it was fantastic. Oh my god, that'd be absurd. Yeah, yeah no, I'm but it you. was. It, and you know what? We were talking earlier in the match yeah. that you know this is this is a real thing for Matthew Wolf, where he's yeah. got to he's got to step up and and show the veterans because they're all veterans now. Yeah. Show the veterans that he belongs on the tour. No, and oh I, yeah, I mean, I know I'm this gonna, is. You're going to talk about that a little bit. What? Well, yeah, let me see, just say real quick that yeah. I know this is just a silly little money game, but 
for Matthew Wolf, it does yeah. mean something bigger. And yeah, for yeah, him to find his own and go and yeah. actually flex on Dustin Johnson, arguably yeah. the most consistent player on tour, was a thing. Not only of that, like art. he's he's been the face of long driving for ten years. Absolutely, for ten years he's been the face of long driving, of mm-hmm. of bomb and gouge. Like Phil Mickelson looks to Dustin Johnson and says, "Yeah, I want to do it like that guy does." Right. Like I'm not trying to be, but you know what I mean. We discussed like what I was gonna say is we and we discussed this a little bit on Hot Mike. Is that like Tiger Woods showed up at a time where golfers were like, "It's my finesse is what gets me through, and not my fitness. Finesse is more important than fitness." Tiger yep. shows up and says, "No." Like scoring, like if you're fit enough to make it through 72, you've got to like you you can win it based on fitness alone. You can drive it further, drive, you can drive it further, you can, you know, you're looking at at shorter shots in. I mean, they started tiger proofing everything. The generation of golfers our age, late 20s, early 30s, they're sitting there going, if I like I as a golfer, I need to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think there's this new generation of golfers, Bryson DeChambeau sort of taking the leap and being the extreme version of this. But Matthew Wolf, you've got Victor Hovland, John Rahm, I sort of consider in this boat. Like they're like, if I can drive it 350 yards on a on a 400 yard par four, like I can ship it out of any length rough onto the green if i'm on the green i've got a shot at birdie like that's the mentality they have right and i think yeah i think you're right i think matthew wolf played in this tournament and said like come get me old man yeah and he came very 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 close to seeing the passing of the torch well and and you know what i mean i know that um spoiler alert Ricky and Wolf did not win this match. Oh, but they should have. They should have putted out on 17 on that closest to the pin. They should have taken the extra 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Walked up. Uh, I mean, you're on you're on NBC Sports. You're on NBC Golf Channel. Like every millions of people have tuned in to watch golf, and you're gonna leave it at a at a closest to the pin where people are that close to each other. I know. To be fair, NBC was airing American Ninja Warrior be- before this, so yeah. you could have you could have just ran a little bit longer. But, <laughs> but we skipped a half an hour, an hour. We you could have pushed American Ninja Warrior an extra hour, and I, mean, I would have been okay with that. Right. Honestly, what were they showing after this American football? But what I'm what I'm saying is is I think you didn't not see if I could use a double negative if you. I think you saw the passing of a, of the torch here to to Matthew Wolf and Victor Hovland. I'm not and sure I, yet. I mean, I, the interesting thing was, so, okay, let's get back to the golf. Yes. Rory and DJ make a strong start. They, they win do. the first five or six holes pretty much outright. Uh-huh. What happens at, from hole six to hole seven is that the skins go from $50,000 to $100,000. So then when Ricky and Matthew Wolf right. take the holes from six to 12, they take a commanding lead because all the holes are worth a double. Which, oh, the amount of confidence they had going into the back nine, 11 through 17 was incredible. But I think mm-hmm. I think you had the veteran players there and Rory and DJ who said, "Okay, everything's worth a hundred thousand. Seventeen is worth two hundred thousand. Eighteen is worth five hundred thousand. So we're if we're yeah, within five hundred thousand, the eighteenth hole makes all the difference." Well, the 18th hole ended up being $1.1 million. Yeah, because the skins racked up. up being, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's just what happens in a skins game, but it's one of those things, like, Ricky and and the Wolf had every opportunity to close it, you know, between 15 and 17, they had not they had opportunities to close it out. They didn't need to wait till 18. Mm-hmm. They did great jobs of saving pars and keeping in contention and staying, like, and making Rory and DJ work for it. 
But if they had won any of those holes, it would have been over. Well, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board that that I think Matthew Wolf is the new regime. I but think I you saw this with Ricky Fowler. Yeah, I think I'm, you saw this with Jason Day. I think you saw this with Justin Thomas. Okay. This is kind of the new regime in golf. And so for me, there's like, I understand like the new regime, which is like, these guys are going to be at the forefront of all of the advertising. Mm-hmm. I get that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Tiger Woods. I'm talking about Steph Curry. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Tom Brady. I got gotcha. you. Like Tom Brady was like, I can win a game throwing it between five and 15 yards. I can control the clock. I can win the game. Steph Curry was like, I mean, you see the charts between Michael Jordan's NBA championships and Steph Curry's NBA championships. And it's like 80% of the shots are beyond the three point line. Whereas before that 80% of the shots were like within 15 to 20 feet. Right. Like tiger changed the game. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I don't think that Matthew Wolf is going to change the game, but I think what he did here was proof that, yeah, he could hang. And I know he's already run, won no, on I tour. Think, I, think this is, I think this is the door opening to him changing the game. Right. I'm not I saying think, I think Tiger's saying this is what fitness is. Mm-hmm. And I think Matthew Wolf is going to say in the next year or two, this is what distance is. And that's going, like, almost, okay, I see. Al- almost like, like, I think Brooks is on the fringes of it. But I think this next generation of Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland, John Rahm are, are going to put guys like Zach Johnson, Bubba Watson, Webb Simpson, Adam Scott out of business because they're just not going to be able to hang with the distance because it's going to be 320 right. to 50. All right, so let me ask be th- you this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me ask you this because I put this out on Instagram today. Okay. And and I know the answers from our followers, Instagram at the Swingdom. Um, out of the four, okay, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler, mm-hmm. and Matthew Wolf. Out of the four of them, who's the next player to win a major championship? With all that being said, who wins the major championship first? Because we've already Dustin Johnson has won. Rory McIlroy's won a bunch of them. Ricky Fowler, we both agree, is the best player on tour who hasn't won a major championship. And with this, there's a difference between who I want show, it to be and who I think it, who show, I think it's going to be. Is that okay? Um, yeah, but let's preface this on who you think it's going to be with this new show of Matthew Wolf. But I think it's going to be Rory. Okay, that's what everybody else says. Like, I just think Rory's like. He's in a he's in a he's in a position. He's in a mind. He's in like everything outside of the golf world came together. So now he can focus on the golf world, okay. and that's where it's going to be. I what I saw today. Like if if I'm a if I am ninety percent sh- if I'm sixty percent sure it's going to be Rory, I am forty percent sure it's going to be Ricky because. The mm-hmm. amount of poise that he has, the amount of patience that he has. Oh, absolutely. 2017 coming in the top five in all four majors. All four. For the yep. first time in PGA history. Mm-hmm. I think like since like the 60s or 70s. His best days just aren't as good as everybody else's best days. Right. Uh, I, t- I totally agree. And before we close this out, because I know we're running a little long here. Yeah. If it was two Rory McElroys, or I'm sorry, two Ricky Fowlers playing against Rory McElroy and Dustin Johnson, who wins? It's, if it's yeah. two Ricky Fowlers. And that's a great point. Like they obviously tried, like they obviously brought Matthew Wolf in because they wanted a second Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. But so from what the, I saw, the amount of poise that Ricky Fowler had throughout the entire 18 holes didn't, uh-huh. didn't lose it. Like, this is the bomb and gouge thing that like I wish guys like Zach Johnson, Ricky Fowler, Webb Simpson, mm-hmm. like I wish those guys won more in and out just to say that look like an average of 290 off the tee or 295 off the tee, if you can control it for those extra like 40 yards, you're still winning out here. Right. The problem is is we watch 18 holes of golf. And the amount of times 
they had iron in from less than 120 yards. They had wedge in from 120 yards mm-hmm. on 450 to 500 yard par fours. It was, was just obscene. It was obscene. Yeah. Like that's just not regular golf. They're too good. At least for that golf course. Look, yeah. this is this is my opinion on it. Roy McIlroy and Dustin Johnson didn't stand a chance if it was to Ricky Fowler's. No. And and so what I'm gonna. But we I'm talk about this. We've talked about this on the on the podcast before. Like, yeah. If if me and you played basketball on a ten foot hoop, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Like if you made the NBA play on thirteen or fourteen foot hoops, like that's you know what I mean. Like that's like. When we play, when we play sixty-five to seventy-two hundred yards, mm-hmm. like that's hard, but it's fair. Like if these guys play ten thousand yards, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> like, like if these guys are playing five hundred yard and five hundred and ten, five hundred and fifty yard par fours, where they're hitting hybrids into par fours. Yep, I'd be okay with that. Like Dustin Johnson puts a par. Puts a par five, hits uh, has a there's a par five. He hits I forget which one it is. He puts a hybrid over the green. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you're hitting it 300 plus out there. You've got 220 left. You know it's a 600 yard par five, and these guys are still chipping it onto the green from 10 15 yards out. Like it's it's a different game. It's a different yeah. game, and it should be acknowledged as a different game. And it should be, if you're aspiring for that, that's fantastic. But I think guys like me and you need to realize, like I need to realize, in order for us to play golf like that, we need to put in eight hours a day, 300 days a year. It's a full-time job. Or or we just say, look, my version of golf at 65 to 6,700 yards is fun. And that's what we do. Well, that's the difference between pros and amateurs. It still makes me mad. Right. All right. Well, uh, Ricky and Matthew Wolf lose the match in yeah. closest to the pin. Which they sh- they still we we talk about, but we'll probably talk about this again. They should have put it out. They should they, sh- they should have right. said NBC Sports Network golf is more important than whatever you've got on next. If it's an extra hour, it's just better ratings for you. Right. Yeah, so they they end up losing to Rory and Dustin, which which were the favorites, but just barely, and that's okay. Ricky Fowler uh, was definitely the backbone of his team, but not to the detriment of Matthew Wolf's abilities. We think we've seen the to lose on a closes on the pin isn't really losing, is it? No, it's really not. So I think Matthew Wolf is going to get. I think Matthew Wolf is going to get the most out of this. Yeah, no, he he is definitely keep an eye on Matthew Wolf. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll be world number one in the next ten years. He'll he's he's really good, and there's a reason to pay attention to him. I think he'll be world number one before John Rahm becomes world number one. I think so too. I'm I'm willing to put money on that. Yeah. All right. We're off to a commercial break. Yep. All right. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Hey guys, thanks for listening to The Swingdom. If you like golf but also happen to be a fan of history, you should check out History Through a House. It's the history of England through the eyes of a thousand-year-old house. We're also doing one called Legendary. That that podcast is awesome. Which is about legendary stories. Mm-hmm. No, Legendaries is a really cool podcast. I was listening to it today, as a matter of fact. Um, it it's it, you know it's it's what is it? Tall tales. <laughs> it's legends. It's so check out Legendary. It is the origin stories of legends that you may or may not have heard about. Legendary is the podcast for you, so please check it out on a podcasting platform near you, along with History of a House. We'll be back to the swingdom in a second. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Uh, we've got an email. Yeah. Hey, Gunnar, guess what? What? We've got an email. So we. Yep. It says, hey, guys, firstly, great podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. 
I've been listening since the first episode and always make time at the start of the week for a new episode. It's great listening when I'm practicing on my homemade poor man simulator driving setup. I love it. There's no such thing. If you can practice golf, it's, it's, it's a rich man setup. Just keep practicing. Mm-hmm. I have a question that will hopefully be fun for you to answer on a pod. You ready for this? Yep. All right. If you had a choice to play any course with anybody you could, past or present, golfer, celebrity, or just a normal person, what course would it be? Who would it be? And where are you taking them for a beer afterwards? Keep up the good work. Adam, also known as Mug Dad. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Mug Dad. I know I've mentioned him a few times on the pod. He's a friend of mine. I appreciate you sending us an email. Um, do you want to answer this first? Yes. Let me go with this. Do you know this already? Um, is this one of those things you know already? Yep. Okay. okay. Go for it. So I'm going to Augusta National. Okay. And I'm playing with Phil Mickelson. Yep. Michael Jordan. Okay. And Peyton Manning. Okay. And then afterwards, we're going to the DNVR bar, uh, which is across the entire country. I was going to say, are you guys taking Michael Jordan's private jet? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Any well, I, any one of their private jets. We're going to the D, DMVR bar in Denver, Colorado, and we are going to get on some Breckenridge brews, um, probably some Strawberry Skies. Subtle plug there, um, and they're delicious, and we're gonna have a great time. So that's I already knew this one. This was easy peasy lemon squeezy for me. Yeah. So I think it's one mm-hmm. of those things where it's like if you can play with anybody anywhere. Like for me, first I think of sort of camaraderie, right? Right. Like, I don't know that I would like any celebrities in person. Sure. <laughs> That's just me. Like, I would rather make it a once in a lifetime emotional journey that I can have with family and friends. Oh, I I feel you. So, like, first of that. all, you'd be there. Thank you. Like. You, like, you'd be there. We'd be having a blast. Second mm-hmm. of all, probably my Uncle Steve would be there. Uncle Steve, shout out. Uncle Steve, shout out. Yeah, I don't know if he, he better start listening to this. Hurry up. Um, He'd be there. He's taken me on more. He's taken me on more of my golf journey than probably anybody, than any individual. Anytime I'm home in New Jersey, we play golf together. We have fun. We're, we challenge each other. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, if if my dad could be my caddy, I'd have him be my caddy because I he doesn't he doesn't love golf like we love golf. Like my uncle Steve loves golf. Mm-hmm. Like he likes the history of it. He likes the interaction. He likes the sort of sportsmanship of it all. But he just doesn't have the patience to swing a club at a ball and try to put it in a hole, which I understand. Right. Like you, you have to, you have to love that to want to do it. So if 100%. I can have my, if I can have my dad as my caddy, and not play, but just there to experience it, um, I'd probably also have my buddy Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Mallon. Should I say his full name on the podcast? Is that? That inappropriate. If you want to, I've played with him. He's awesome. But if it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, oh yeah, I get you. It'd be it'd be family and friends at Augusta or at St Andrews, but probably St Andrews because I think it's just a lot, lot more relaxed. We're not worried about who's watching us off the tee. Nobody. We're not worried about people watching us make divots. You know, burying a putter into the seventh, you know, green, hoping nobody sees that. Right. <laughs> um and then and then I think we'd we do a bar crawl through all of St. Andrews. I don't think there would I think there'd be old Tom Morris's place or whatever it's called, but we would just be we'd try to hit every pub in St. Andrews all night. That's right. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go right now. People need to tip us more on hot mics so we can get this going. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> My dream foursome is a totally relaxed drinking round for no money, bragging rights only at the old course. And, you know, we may do this. We may do this soon. Hopefully, if this becomes even slightly successful, I think we may do 
a weekend at the old course and anybody who wants to can come and join us. There you go. Yeah. Let's go. Which would be phenom phenomenal. That's right. Yep. So thank you, Adam mug dad for sending us that email. That's right. Um, looking forward to getting drunk with you in St. Andrews for as long as you want to. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for listening to the swingdom. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at the swingdom. Check us out on Facebook and, you know, follow us, like us, review us, show us some love. We'll show you some love back. Send us some emails at the swingdom of golf.com. Um, or we've got the website. Yeah, I was gonna say right. we've, yeah, yeah, we've got the website coming out soon. We've got the YouTube channel on its way. Um, please send us emails. Please let us know what you want to hear, what you're thinking about, what questions you might have. And don't forget to tell your friends to follow us on any uh, podcasting platform. That's right. Sorry, sorry for the uh, jumping around there. <laughs> it's no, it's no, pretty it's, late for the both of us. Oh yeah, it's two. It's it is two in the morning for me here in the UK because I'm trying trying to record this after we watch golf. So it's That's gonna right. be it's gonna be late nights for me on Sunday, but it's worth it because it's golf and it's our it's you guys, and and it's golf. And with two little kids in my house, nine o'clock in the evening is about 2 a.m. So <laughs> we are getting off of here. Yep. And and we're going to actually be bringing you some more um, podcasts with some interviews and stuff. So check out. For yeah, that. please check us out. We should have a second podcast this week. We're interviewing your brother-in-law. Yeah. Who yeah, went to the Quicken Loans cool. Open with us. That's right. Um, he is a... Um, uh marine veteran for the united states marine no no but what and is he really he he is obsessed with golf is really what he is so we we're gonna, yeah we're gonna be talking to him a little bit about his journey to golf um and Very where cool. he wants to go with that and get his takes on things so that's perfect thank you guys for listening to the swing doom we'll catch you guys next week see you guys you've been listening to the swing Remember, we're just two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given. <laughs>